Welcome back to DMC Podcast, Season 2, Episode 47. And in today's episode, off the back of last week's about forgiveness, we kind of wanted to stay on the same kind of theme in the idea of like self-love. I, I know forgiveness and self-love, in that sense, can come hand in hand if you're forgiving oneself or forgiving others. And I really think that this was a topic uh, we wanted to move on with and bring to the forefront, Joseph. So this is where we want to take the podcast for today's episode. And before we begin, Joseph, how you been keeping up? And uh, what's your thoughts on today's topic? And I'm actually asked you about it, to be fair. Yeah, I've been keeping up well, been keeping up well. I, I really like the topic today because as much as we did cover lots of good things last week, it was a lot about like, other people and external influences. So it's there's so much to be said about, you know, the internal forgiveness and internal self-love and all those wonderful things. And, you know, definitely we can definitely speak to the experiences of on a personal level, which can also influence many other people. And hopefully they can, you know, feel the same way we do about these sorts of things and notice be like, oh yeah, I felt like that too and stuff like that. So they can definitely relate to the things we're saying because it's about you as an individual, not necessarily the external you have around you. So I'm really excited to talk about this kind of stuff. Um, aside from that, I've been keeping well, been keeping well. I've got a, I've got a new phone finally, which is really, really relieving to do. It's it, the grass is definitely greener on the other side of this, so that's been great. And um, yeah, you as saying you have a new phone is the highest form of self love for yourself. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, that's been a long time coming, and I think <laughs> like obviously I don't want to jump straight into it, but like yeah, gifts and giving people uh gifts, like giving yourself gifts and paying for stuff for yourself. I feel like that's a a form of self love. Obviously, do it in the within your means in that sense. Don't just start splurging about money. Um, mm. but in that sense, I feel like especially for you, based on everything. Uh, especially being a corporate of uh, breaking all your phones. I'm glad you got a new phone and hopefully I don't break that one either. Because um, <laughs> my track record has actually been pretty good since the last one it happened to you. So, but yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, man, it's just self-love comes in so many different ways. Obviously, it it, it, is, it might sound a bit trivial to some people that we just talk about you getting a new phone, but I think it's the symbol of it rather than it being, oh, it's just a new phone. Like I've, man like the story like there's a lot of things with it the storage space all of this like i don't even want to get into the specs but it's like, <laughs> your phone was like kind of crumbling on itself and it did exactly yeah. the bare minimum but i feel like it's like looking after yourself like if you did the bare minimum it'll keep you going but it's never there's never really any like sense of like satisfaction or that like, you'll be content but there's never anything beyond that and i think that's that's the upsetting thing really in that sense um but that, that's what i'm saying that self-love is really about that like taking it to the next level yeah, yeah, for sure. Like with 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 you know, getting something by myself something basically as a gift because I um I got my first paycheck, so I was like, you know, I'm gonna treat myself, which is kind of the saying that should come in a lot with self love. I'm gonna treat myself, and you go and you know if you have the financial stability to do so, I think it's a really nice thing because if for example in the case of a phone, you use a phone every single day, and at least for the start, you know when you first get that new phone. You bro, you're you can't tell me you're not obsessed with the new phone when you get one. You're like, oh my god, look how fast it is! Look at this camera! Look at all these features! Da, da, da. I'm still like that, and I've had the phone for like a couple of weeks now. I'm still like, I can't believe how quick it is! I can't believe all these like things. And it's like, for some reason, it's a little bit of a dopamine hit whenever I find something new or do something cool on the, this item I put purchase for myself, which you could argue is a form of self love. You know, you'd go out and treat yourself. Why do you think people go on shopping sprees? You know, maybe it's to distract themselves that the, it could be to distract themselves when things are going difficult. They buy something that they feel good in. 
they feel confident and they like it, they like the way they look, that's a great form of self-love because it helps them, you know, you're going to, you live in your skin, you're going to look at yourself and be like, oh, I like the way I look in this. It makes you feel good about yourself. It makes you feel better. That's definitely a form of self-love. Now, another story is, you know, overspending and taking that a bit too far when you don't have the financial uh, stability to be able to do that. But that's a, we can talk about that in a bit and the different forms that self-love comes in. But definitely like gift giving is one of them, not only to yourself, but potentially to other people. You know, buying someone a great gift and seeing how happy it makes them is also really important you know seeing that's something that I can definitely speak to of an enjoyment of mine I like buying and getting like nice gifts not necessarily like the most unique crazy gifts but I like writing making homemade cards for my parents and my girlfriend I like doing interesting and more unique things and taking the time to research and buying a present that I know that they'll like because then when they see it and they open the present they're they're happy about it selfishly that makes me happy as well because I know I caused that and that's a feeling of mine that gives me a little bit of a rush being like oh my god I can't believe I just made their day kind of thing and that's a form of self-love is doing that but also when you get to buy yourself a present you get to get to enjoy reap the benefits of it and you get to enjoy that so definitely getting a new phone was a form of self-love it was a reward to myself for getting the job for working hard in my first month here and already making more of an impact in the first month than I did the entire 12 months I was previously at this job. Like I can certainly say, and especially over the past week, I've done a lot of good work. So, you know, it's been nice to acknowledge that and, and also have it acknowledged by other people. You know, the external validation that it brings isn't anything to be sniffed at. So it's definitely something that I've, you know, rewarded myself for achieving. Um, have there been any like, purchases that you've made maybe not recently but in general that you felt this was a form not necessarily actively thought this is a form of self-love but looking back on it the way I've just described this to myself about myself anything you can say in your situation you've done the same with I would say personally well why this earbuds I don't know what it was like for me it's been uh, maybe in a way for me it's been able to like listen to more audiobooks listen to more podcasts and listen to music a lot more uh, just having them it's just been su- such a joy in that sense where I, I bought them specifically for myself because I wanted to have some noise cancelling ear- earbuds and it's just like maybe not in the same scale or, or as yourself but it's just been an in, it's been a big opportunity for me to like indulge in the things that I enjoy more and I think that's kind of what I believe self-love is really in that sense where it's like participating in actions which you know uh, will bring you a sense of uh, joy and happiness and like care for yourself a lot more and I felt like buying these earbuds it wasn't just them it wasn't just for the sake of like oh it'd be really cool to wear wear these they're really nice and stuff it's more so to if I know that this will be so useful like even now when like if I play like a game or something or if I'm chilling I might have them in my ears and just listen to an audiobook whilst I'm playing something and it's being able to like have been able to use these earbuds to indulge in that like don't get me wrong my headphones would obviously have worked in that case but it's like it's it's much more streamlined and it just seems that like better to not have something huge over your head because it hurts your head like the band that I noticed especially for me it's like it gets really hot and um I, I just felt like it was a necessary purchase and also it lets me like be able to communicate with my friends much more easily like Lots of people told me before with my headphones that they couldn't hear me properly. And I just had to end up taking them off and just put my uh, phone next to my ear. 
but now it's like it's 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 kind of the doors it's opened in that sense uh buying these earbuds but there's anything else i would say like for me as an actual like a purchase is every year i buy like a massive i can't show you because you that video but i'll show you after the podcast it's like a massive um sketchbook and it's like 200 pages long and for me i write down stuff in there whether it's like stuff that i'm learning goals i have that i want to reach um and things like this and i feel like that for me is a massive self-love purchase because it's kind of it's all about me in that sense it's just not no no distractions just literally written down all my goals written down everything i'm looking forward to trying to do and achieving by the end of the year going into next year and it's it's something that i always consciously uh buy every year just so i know that this is a purchase for myself and i think the intention is always there that it's just to look after myself in that sense um so more so probably the sketchbook than the earbuds but i obviously know where you were trying trying to take it with your phone in that sense but uh, you kind of mentioned something really interesting, Joseph, uh, talking about just self-love in general and kind of piggybacks off what I've just mentioned earlier about self-love and participating in actions that uh, make you feel a certain way. Uh, you mentioned like giving out gifts. I was actually going to say this, the same thing, but do you do you feel like that, that obviously you mentioned it, it is a form of self-love, but do you feel like that's actually a form of self-love or do you just feel like that's just the byproduct of like how you feel after doing something for someone else well yeah i agree but i think those two things can come hand in hand i think you know the, the, as a byproduct the feeling is it's not an active form of self-love but it can definitely make you feel happiness and enjoyment which raises you up i think it doesn't necessarily fall into the conventional means of it because um that would be like doing things to service yourself whereas this is doing things to service others but in doing so it's also making you feel good for having done that for somebody else. You know, it is a byproduct, yes, but I don't think that necessarily automatically means it isn't a form of self-love. I just feel like it depends on how it makes you feel when you do those things. So if someone who's only buying a present because it's either a social obligation or they're involved in a group purchase and they're just throwing some money at it, Whereas if you actually want to do it because you want to make this person feel special or feel valued or, you know, it helps you, you it shows them that you remember something small that they talked about and a hobby that the friend has and you made a reference to that in the item you got them. It depends on how you view the whole concept of gift giving. Some people might think it's obsolete. Some people might think it's just performative, whereas others might think it's really valuable. And gift giving is one of and receiving is one of the the is it called the pillars of love manny like what's it called with like the the values of love or something like that you know quality time gift giving those kind of oh, things the five love languages gift giving is one of them so yeah, gift giving is yes depends on how much you value that as an as an option to to see whether it's a form of self-love or not i sometimes see it is because it depends on who i get the item for how much effort i put into it and stuff like that because Sometimes, you know, I, in, in the past, I've made things like scrapbooks, homemade cards, and I find that really enjoyable to do. I find that's a lot of me time, for want of a better word, is spent doing those things, being creative, doing something different and relaxing, but also making something and using my hands rather than using my brain to code, using my hands to make something and taking the time just to relax a bit and do something different. That's definitely a form of self-love. And it's the, the the main goal is to make this item. But in the process of making it, 
self-love is also involved in that because I'm doing self-care. But one of the questions we did want to delve into later is the difference between the two. But what, what are your views first before we delve into that question? What are your views on the concept of is gift giving, you know, a form of self-care and self-love? Where, where do you stand on that? I, no, I agree in that sense where, like, how you explained it, it, it doesn't necessarily matter the means of how, like, it's, it's not really about, like, the process of how you feel. It's more so, like, that's the, really the destination where it comes to self-love. It's about your uh, well-being and your happiness. And and if that means that you you kind of felt feel a sense of happiness and your well-being, you, you feel much better, like, doing stuff for other people, I understand that. Like, uh, self-love can come in many different forms. And I think you were right. I was just wanted to know what your take was on it because, obviously, you kind of just mentioned it very briefly when you were talking. And, yeah, like you said, I feel going back to the five love languages um all of the things that i mentioned i think it's gift giving service to others quality time i always forget the other two but um it's it's all of these things are kind of is all related to yourself as well in that sense and it might not like you said conventionally look like you're because the intention for something might not necessarily be just to do with yourself it doesn't mean that it can have uh, benefits for you as a person and that that's really important and I feel like that's something that shouldn't be overlooked like self-love doesn't necessarily mean like we mentioned earlier buying yourself gifts taking yourself places these are all very important things but sometimes it can come in the fact that like the time spent with yourself which you did Joseph when you do when you create these scrapbooks or create these um uh, birthday cards and that personalized ones that in those moments when you're looking at these pictures you might have like fond memories of stuff and I feel like that's a form of self-love in the sense that you're it brings you happiness that you're willing and able to do this for someone else and I, I feel like that shouldn't be um overlooked whatsoever because when we talk about self-love it's very much I I I I I and I get that but it it doesn't mean that you can do something for them or they and they and it, it can have an impact on yourself yeah definitely definitely i agree but um to, to touch on something that was mentioned by both of us do you think there's a difference between self-love and self-care like do you do you do certain activities that are different for those two things or do you think they're very much synonyms and should come hand in hand for me self-care and self-love they are very similar it's really taking that active role in protecting your well-being and happiness um but I, I I don't know. For me, self-care, I always think about um self-care normally during a stressful time. It's weird because they both like sit like they both like represent practicing or taking action on improving your yourself as like health in general or well-being. But I've always seen self-care in the sense that of a medical sense and like self-care might be um how do I say it? like if if you've got like a hamstring injury or you you've hurt yourself you self-care would be resting make sure ensuring that you're well rested massaging your legs and stuff and, and like looking after yourself um and that doesn't mean that self-love isn't used there if you if you really didn't if you didn't have like any sense of not loving yourself I think you'd really struggle to have a rest and take a break and that that's what I've noticed that they kind of do go hand in hand but it's just, I don't know, I feel like there's a very, very small difference um, because self-care is more, more so, I think about it as the active action. Self-love is like, 
what what you sh- not what you should do, but what you could do, rather than self care being like this is what I'm going to do. But yeah, I, I don't I, know if you agree with me in that sense. Um, I might be completely wrong because I feel like they're very very closely related. I think what Manny's trying to get at, and something that I've just done a little bit of research on myself, is that self care is taking care of yourself physically and mentally. You know, taking those breaks, taking the me time in terms of mental side of things but on the physical side of things if you've as Manny said got a hamstring injury taking the necessary procedures to take care of it you know taking care of yourself is where it comes from whereas self-love is about showing kindness to yourself and treating yourself well you know not being harsh on yourself when you mess up allowing yourself to be forgiven by others but also to forgive yourself you know that's the whole point of this episode is coming off of the back of last week's forgiveness one allowing you to show yourself the self-love that forgiveness brings and so the main difference there is one is actively doing stuff physically and mentally like Manny was saying and the other is passively or actively showing kindness to yourself I think those are the the main caveats when it comes to that and I think it's very important to do to do both you know the kind of self-care things that I do to for myself is I would say recording this podcast because it gives me an outlet it allows me to you know talk about these important things and also chat to you each week Manny and that's really nice and that's just a way of me having a bit of time and my family knows it my girlfriend knows it they they have they know that I've got this allotted time in my day and my week to talk about these things that are important to me and it allows me just to put it out there into the world and hopefully other people can benefit from it but also chat to you on a more personal level and you can hear it and then you we and you can have this lovely dialogue that we get going but also in doing so that may make me more f- open to speaking about it with family members friends and my partner as well so doing that is is very important and that's a form of self-care that i definitely would consider which at first perhaps it wouldn't come to mind but it definitely you know definitely counts now other things are doing sports, you know, making new friends. And I've been making lots of new friends at work, which is great. And I've found friends who are, you know, I've played tennis with, with one of them. And I've been rock climbing with a couple of the others. And I play football on the weekdays as well, doing these things to just enjoy in, enjoy time after work. You know, it's I don't want to make work the entire focus of my life. I've, I want to succeed in my workplace. And I want to do well and I want to progress within, you know, the company and my personal career. But I don't want it to completely take over my life. And that's my only thing I do. I want to enjoy things outside of it. So when sometimes I may be getting stressed, maybe feeling overwhelmed or overworked or a bit of burnout coming in, I'll take the time and do some sports, do some exercise and just really get it out there, physically exert myself. And then I come back and I sleep and I'm rested and it feels fantastic. I think those two things are the main outlets for me. Well, where where do you stand on that? What kind of self-care activities do you take, Manny, or would you recommend others to take? Self-care, like for me, um, in the physical sense, uh, especially like even yesterday we went to, I went to play football and like um just before I went to my friend's house to like do a quick jog uh there, uh I stretch. Uh, I always do my dynamic uh, stretches and I feel like for some people it's like that's a given you should be doing that but I feel like sometimes the things that are pretty like in principle are given which should be done are, are self-care activities like self-care is taking a shower every day uh, it sounds weird uh, but like stuff like this which is very simple and uh, really like you brush it past it because it's second nature like brushing your teeth like some people uh, struggle 
to even do these things, especially if their like um mental well being is deteriorating and uh, a lot of these um things which are second nature things that we would consider self care activities they kind of um are pushed to the side and you notice that a lot more and that's perhaps probably where you see self care being the the catalyst towards self love and when when you see someone's mental health deteriorating it's they struggle to do self care routines and activities and then from that you can see that they really struggle to love themselves and um I'm not saying upholding self care activities and routines will help you love yourself a lot more but I feel the um the emotions you get from participating in these self care activities whether you like think about these or not it it is kind of adding to the idea of like I love myself I I really care, like I truly care about who I am and what what kind of person I want to be and how I present myself to the world, and that that's where I kind of lie in the in the conversation about that. For me personally, when it comes to self care, like I've already mentioned, the physical sense I've answered, but in the mental sense, like it sounds weird, but for me, it's like ringing other people, talking to talking to friends, just asking about them. Like obviously, I get to talk about myself, which is always uh well and good like I enjoy doing that like I like talking so much that I have my own podcast with Joseph like we have this thing together in that sense um but it's being able to like know like speak to other people and I feel like for me self-care is like every three months I like to communicate with my close friends and make sure everything's okay um and that that's not just for them but that's also for me in that sense and uh, I really see that as a uh self-care exercise of like I said, for for others, this might just be normal. They talk to their friends whenever they can. They message them. But from I I don't I don't necessarily message my mates all the time. And when I'm at home, especially like I kind of just sit in my own little bubble. Um, I have a few phone calls when whenever I can. Um, but like that that's how I see self care is. I think you can spend time with yourself with self care, but it can also be spent with other people. And that's what I try to do. Like I. Uh, actively go on my way just to see friends and speak to them because um I don't know maybe maybe in a way it's, for me it's like everyone's going through something and being there for someone else like like you mentioned earlier Joseph like doing something for someone else like gift giving can make you feel a certain way and I feel like my self care um in that sense is kind of not necessarily predicated but it's a prerequisite to like be able to speak to other people about about themselves and speak to them potentially about myself and it's like having that outlet like you mentioned obviously we have the podcast which is uh really awesome and we have uh, like a specific topic which is a bit more structured but with a conversation with a friend it's very much different it's a free-flowing thing and maybe you start talking and then you get into a different uh idea or topic completely on a different level where it's like not as much like the same way there'd be a structure of things like this but that that's what I would say personally for me but yeah you you like as in Joseph if you don't think that's like if you think that's weird or whatever like I'm happy to discuss that as well because <laughs> it's like a bit different to like the conventional answer no no I, I don't think that's strange at all I think it I think it makes absolute sense I did want to also ask Manny do you think that the type of activity that you do for self-care does that change depending on the personal circumstance like for example would you be more likely to reach out to a friend if you found that you were being overwhelmed at work or would you be more likely to go outside and touch grass if you felt that you were being too too internalized and staying in your room too much like does does the adversity 
affect what you do as a self-care thing or are there just certain things that you love to do that you know work no matter what situation you're in I think for like people in general it does definitely depend on the context it, it when you are going through a like a struggle uh some people turn to people and unfortunately there's some people who struggle to turn to people and they might decide that um they rather use different uh, ways like potentially um like uh, not necessarily it's not a bad thing in that sense but for some people like I said like if you're a bit more extroverted or like you have a really good relationship with your friends you might look to speak to your friends if you had a struggle at work or if you had like family issues going on um but for others that might come in this sense of like they don't really feel comfortable telling their friends about certain scenarios so they write in their journals and I feel there are different ways of like looking after yourself and self-care uh, these don't necessarily have to be like not every shoe fits everyone in that sense uh, one shoe doesn't fit all there is different ideas with that and I think I noticed that a lot more like for some people um, that I'm friends with they really struggle to talk about more personal things and um, I hope in that case they have another outlet or have another means or way to look after themselves and like my friends always say to me that like, when they're really angry or frustrated some of them just go to the gym because it, it lets them get give out all that steam and stuff and uh, as long as you know like a healthy way to look after yourself I think that's the most critical thing um but yes it definitely depends on the person's circumstances really and what kind of person they are I don't think not only the the context of the scenario but also how how what the actual um person is like is is critical because if you tell someone to do something that they're not really comfortable doing um it as a form of self-care they're not really looking after themselves if they're really anxious or nervous to even participate in the activity that you mentioned so I think there is definitely not only personal circumstance but also uh personality uh, to take into consideration there as well yeah that was actually something that I completely overlooked personality wise so yeah that's that's really important like writing in a journal is rather than talking rather than verbalizing and vocalizing to a friend is just as impactful if you're the kind of person who doesn't feel comfortable vocalizing it you know writing it down and just having a physical outlet in that way is fantastic which is something that I've done previously and that's something I can say definitely helped so yeah Manny thank you for bringing that up because that's something I really forgot so if you find that you can't relate to the sort of things we've said that work for us there's definitely something out there that works for you it's just about finding what it is unfortunately Manny and I don't quite have the breadth of knowledge to all the time to list everything right now that you could do so hopefully you already know something that you can or can try and experiment with things that you can find that will be the right thing for your personality type and your personal circumstances yeah and um just to add to what joseph just mentioned if we see anything that um obviously we mentioned quite a bit already but like joseph said we don't really um if we didn't we haven't covered all bases but if we find anything useful uh we will put into the uh, spotify description um in the show notes so if you want to take a look at that as well we'll add some more information down there um but joseph Going on to something that I mentioned a little bit, but uh, I said mentioned loving yourself when I was talking about self-care, self-love. Uh, quite a deep question, actually, and feel free if you don't want to answer that. That's really up to you. But do you feel like you love yourself? Yeah, yeah, I would say that I do. Yeah, I'll say that I definitely do. Because I, I feel like the, the, the best way to, not the best way to progress, but the, the only way to live 
is to do so is to make sure that you do because if you don't it impacts all of your other relationships and it impacts everybody that you interact with and communicate with and it prevents you from making those bonds because ultimately if you don't love yourself it's going to be very hard for other people to love you as well because you're exuding an aura or an atmosphere of just of detestment towards yourself and that was always going to make it difficult for someone to break through that so I would say that I definitely do and I'm very grateful for it because that's maybe it's something that's been taught that you should that by parent by parents parents by friends by family members in relationships that's something that I've always been brought up with that that is what the number one goal is as selfish as it sounds it's a very real thing to say that People look out for themselves. People look out for what is going to treat them the best, what's going to make them the most happy. Like even today, my mom was considering, oh, well, should I go? I mean, there's this really tough exercise class. And last time I went, I just felt exhausted and grateful that it was over. Should I go again this week? And I was like, realistically, did you enjoy it? And she's like, well, I've got two more exercise classes tomorrow and the day after. So you know having that as a as something to think about you know is that something that she even wanted to do or did she have an obligation to do it and that was I think important to look at but coming back to self-love I'd say yeah definitely I do what, what about you Manny where, where do you stand it has that has that changed for you is there a time in the past where you didn't and I know a lot of the time this can be somewhat it can manifest physically where you look at yourself and you don't like the way you look so therefore you find it impossible to be able to love yourself did you ever have that and has that grown or have you always had a nice centralized point of yeah I love who I am and I'm happy with where I am it's it's weird I feel like um when you when you love yourself a lot more uh, you never noticed beforehand that you didn't love yourself and I've, I this is the interesting thing maybe even right now for me I, I'm not gonna say love is conditional for myself but it's like very much like I still kind of hold myself to certain metrics whereby like I'm not saying that one day I love myself more than the other it's not necessarily the case as much as it used to be but it'd be like oh I did something good towards myself I'm not saying that every day has to be something that you have to do good towards yourself but like I think it's it, it does fluctuate if I if I'm honest if it's not like a cut and dry thing where it's like today it's a yes tomorrow it's a no it's not it's very rarely a no nowadays which is a good thing but uh, for me I still think it's a uh, it fluctuates quite a bit and um, which I think is important to mention I, I didn't want to just come on here and just be like yeah the answer is yes because to be honest that would be just me lying uh, if I'm honest but it's I, I know what you're kind of alluding to but uh, where you mentioned it um, but like before like when I when I say like when you have more love for yourself when you look back in retrospect you notice that you didn't really love yourself as much as you thought you did I think that was especially uh, true for me when I was younger. Um, a, a lot, like I say, a lot, um, obviously a bit more jokingly now, but uh, bro, I, I didn't really like the way I looked. I, I felt fat and like stuff like this. And, and um, it, it was weird because it was like, I'm not going to say I didn't mind it because that I, I also, like, it wouldn't be true, but like, I didn't feel like it was a um, massive issue. Like I, I noticed it wasn't like I was like it really affected my like fitness in that sense. Like to be honest, bro, I was a big guy, but like I had a lot of stamina still, and I, I was still like running and stuff. I was running like fast, not as fast as probably the 
uh, like super fast, but like probably better, slightly better than the average, I would say. Um, and it's like it didn't really hinder any of my like physical performances. I was performing well in that sense, whatever is in a different physical context, like football, cricket, stuff like this. Um, but th- it was always kind of on my mind where it was like as much as like overall it didn't seem like it affected me. Like mentally, I was like, okay, you know what? Like I don't really like the way that I am, the way that I look. And um, it's it's kind of funny because uh, one of the main pictures of my house, like um, it, it's me when I'm quite a big, uh, like a big child, like a fat kid. But it's not like I'm huge, but like it's still noticeable. And I look at it, and it's like I'm not gonna say I didn't like myself back then, because obviously back then I did. But there was just different metrics I was holding myself to. But as you get older, you think to yourself like, you 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 loved yourself, but I don't feel like you understood what love really was for yourself. And that's what I've started to notice as I've got older now. Um, perhaps I'm more harsh on myself nowadays than I was before, to be fair. Um, but it's put, perhaps because of the metrics, like, you hold yourself to, like, I'm not going to say, like, being, um, like, big was was um, something that I didn't care about. But it wasn't like, oh, it was like, it wasn't a big deal for me. But then as I got older, I just thought to myself, I just want to look healthy um just for myself really like it didn't really for other like there were some cases where I've done stuff for other people and um I've mentioned already on the podcast before like I lost a bit of weight uh just to come in to impress someone and that that should never have been really the north star to why you do something but now I'm older not like at this age and like probably I would say coming from like I don't know 17 onwards it was always deciding that I want to do these things for myself because as much as like doing something for someone else has really like made me take that push to the next step, it was never like super fulfilling and it never felt like I loved myself. It was just going, I was doing these self-care quote unquote like routines or self-care things, but it wasn't really, I didn't really care about myself. It was just for the sake of doing them. And um, I think that can obviously build up over time. Like obviously if you perform self-care tasks, you're going to start uh, caring and loving yourself a lot more, but it's where you start. I think that's super important. And um, I know I went on a bit of a tangent there, Joseph, but that would be my answer. <laughs> well, I did also want to hark back to something you said that you mentioned that you're a bit harsher on yourself now than you were before. Does that come from a place of love? Because you what you know or you want to be so much better than you are. And so you're harsher on yourself so you can become this. Is that would you say that comes from a form of, of a place of love and therefore could be seen as a form it's, of self-care and yeah. self-love? I I don't want to get too much into like the, the yeah, like yeah, technicalities yeah. and that, but like yeah, we, we I could easily say to you, Joseph, like it's a place from love, um, but then also at the same time, I I wouldn't be opposed to even saying that it's a place from like um. It, it it's lo- like I, I'm lying if I said it wasn't love, but I'm also lying if I said it was completely love. Like part of it's just like I I okay yeah I yeah. don't like I'm not gonna say I will feel worthless, but I feel like I I I have a lot to deliver on personally as an individual uh with the mm. skill set and talent i have and it's like it would be dismissive of me not to do some of the things or not to hold myself to a certain standards i hold myself to because um i don't know man i, I just it's a weird feeling <laughs> where like you're you're up you feel like i don't know what it is but part of me feels obligated to be doing things mm. and i i can't tell you if that's from love or that's from anywhere and yeah. some people might relate to this or not but like part of me feels like i wake up every day and i think to myself. I'm slightly up, like, even, bro, Joseph, all the time I talk to you about ideas and things and stuff, like, th- th- these ideas and, like, the stuff I feel like I should be doing, 
isn't necessarily for bro. I'm not gonna love myself more if I started like another blog or like a newsletter. <laughs> I'll be completely honest with you. But part of me feels like it's just an obligation where it's like I have something or I have like you, everyone has a gift. Everyone has a gift to deliver to this world, and I feel like part of me knows it. And it it like I can't I can't say to you that's love necessarily. Maybe it's just acknowledgement in that mm, sense. And mm. um, and uh, like like I said, I I don't want to say to you either. It's all it's all from love because it sometimes it isn't. That's not, that's not the case. I, I wouldn't say like I think about these things or do these things out of love, really. Um, yeah, I feel like I do them out of necessity in that sense as well. So yeah, it, it, it that's kind of where it lies. It's, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's not always. It's not completely love, but I would I would be dismissive to say if it wasn't a bit of love in there as well. Yeah, like yeah. I, that, Joseph. Let's be honest, man. You gotta love yourself a little bit to be able to put yourself on like a a platform, regardless like, <laughs> of your following. Yeah, like, yeah. If you didn't really like who you were and what kind of person you are, you wouldn't be putting out a podcast every week and letting your people listen to what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the same time, like there's stuff that we might say in the podcast where we I listen back or you listen back and you're like, you know what, I don't think that was appropriate or that wasn't it. But if we didn't really love ourselves, we would just leave it and we didn't have any care about what we had to say. And I think that would be um, like I said, again, dismissive to think that wasn't the case. But yeah, that's kind of where I lie on it. But what do you think about it? As as a friend looking at me or as a friend like knowing a bit uh, about me in that sense, how would you kind of describe it? Because I don't know if I've actually I think I've hit the nail on the head, but like obviously. I'm talking about myself, so I should have. But I'd say um, I'd, I'd say you definitely have. I think the one thing that we're we're both finding, which perhaps we might need to to alter our both of our perspectives on, is the things that we don't like about ourselves. We do try and, well, at least from talking about your past experience with you not liking the way you look, you tried to change that. I think a lot of self love can come from the form of accepting that and being able to just just go with it, just like that's the way that I look, that's the way that I, I'm happy looking like that, or making the most of what you've got. Like, I know that I've got the fattest neck in Guildford. I've got the widest neck <laughs> in all the lands, all right? I know that's a fact, and I know that that's potentially I could change that, but it might. it's also de- due to, unf- I'm not even going to say unfortunate genetics. It's just due to genetics. That's the way things are. I've got a wide-ass neck. Like, literally, I wear medium-sized button-up shirts, right? But <laughs> the neck size that I've got, is an extra large neck so the, to put that in perspective that's just like that's how wide my neck is man um but that's something that i've accepted and that's something that uh, i'm not going to say i love that about myself because that would be a lie but i'm working with what i've got you know i'm adjusting my facial hair so that it looks you know less intimidating the wide neckness and i'm i'm, I'm you know learning ways in which i can accentuate certain features so that is is less impactful because when i see it sometimes i'm like man kind of wish my neck was a bit slimmer sometimes because it makes my my whole head look huge but that's not going to be something i can change something that i need to change is something i'm just going to live with and just embrace i feel like that, that's really important and that's the message that comes from a lot of these a lot of influencers who maybe you know we can go for we can like say for example plus size people or people who are impacted by dwarfism or something like that they're not going to look at themselves and be like, oh, I wish I could change that. Because sometimes it can't be changed. That's due to genetics. So what are they going to do? They're going to love themselves for it and then they're going to embrace it. And that's something that I think is so important that a lot of people miss the point on. A lot of people miss the point and think, how can you, even, how can you like not want to improve yourself? Well, who says that you have to? If you're going to do it for the wrong reasons to please other people, 
rather than pleasing yourself, then don't do it in the first place. You've got to do it because you want to do it. And so a great form of self-love, which is now moving on to the, the next question and what I've been alluding to repeatedly is learning to love yourself more for the way you are, you know? And I think that's what's great about influencers who can put themselves out there. And one of the best things about social media and one of the things that I've seen, a particular video that stands out to me is um, I was scrolling through TikTok feed to my girlfriend and the comments on one of the videos was like, I've never seen someone with a body type that looks like this, which is also one that looks like mine. And someone is just embracing it on the video and wearing clothes that they feel comfortable in, that they enjoy wearing and absolutely rocking it. You know, they they are happy the way they look and they're celebrating it, even if it doesn't conform to conventional means of what beauty should look like they're learning to love themselves because they're putting themselves out there and I think it's really important because it means that other people see this content and they'll think hey you know that person looks fantastic and they look the way I do which is great again when it comes back to representation like people are going absolutely crazy over the little mermaid man I don't it's not a big deal people can look at that like young, young black girls can look at that and be like the little mermaid is amazing she and she looks like me i can be that kind of fantastic being if i want to i can do whatever like mars morales and spider-man any kid can be in that under that mask which is amazing as a learner to love yourself can be as a result of the influences and as a result of social media but that doesn't mean anything if ultimately you're not happy with the way that you are if you want to make the change go for it but if you see something that you you're happy with and you'll enjoy the way you look embrace it and just put it out there as well it will help you become more comfortable with yourself and love yourself even more and could potentially inspire others to do the same yeah and when you talk about community i think the main thing i kind of gathered from what you were mentioning was uh, relatability uh, how can you relate to something or someone and perhaps like the self-acceptance is much easier when it's relatable like you might like you kind of mentioned about miles morales like it's relatable for some people and in that case people feel like they there's a self-acceptance there for themselves it's like because spider-man obviously tom holland represents spider-man in the marvel movies and obviously that's a lot of people like him as an actor i think he's amazing i think he's brilliant um but not as many people might be able to relate to him in that sense and uh, having like a different representation or someone of a different background uh, representing Spider-Man I think that's a beautiful thing to see that um, uh, and you're able to like uh, visualize yourself and perhaps that's where self-love really comes from where it's like you your own like being feels much better in that sense because you've accepted the way that you are and you're happy with the way that you are because you know there's no limitations to it and um, I feel like that's that's the real like uh, groundbreaking thing about self-love where it's like you accept everything everything and but you also understand it as a ways to improve and you also know that like you're you're only limited to like what you believe in I feel like if you if you bring together a community where you bring about relatable people that are very uh, like very successful like when you notice that and you're able to see people like they they look exactly like me or they they've had the same circumstances as me um it kind of gives someone that kind of confidence and motivation and perhaps that kind of might be the starting or the brewing of something amazing and uh this that may might be the start of like when someone starts to believe that like and it sounds weird because it's it's 
it's it's believing in yourself and self-love from the external which it sounds unusual based on the whole idea of self-love um and learning to love yourself uh, which is really the main topic of today's episode but i think sometimes and, and it's like it's like school you learn stuff in school but it's taught by someone else and i really think communities kind of like that in the sense that learning to love yourself yes we it, don't get me wrong i would love for it to start from yourself that would be amazing but i wouldn't be it, it would be like very much um like you have to understand that also th- this can be taught and be seen or understood that feeling of self-love can be um experienced from the external and i think that was a really brilliant point joseph that you mentioned thank you man i appreciate it and i think the word you're looking for when you're trying to find it is it would be naive of you to think that it's it's possible for for the that the community feel isn't important so i think that's what the word you're looking for is naive but yeah i i agree with you i agree that the community can help because again it just it shows you that the way that you are whether it be physically whether it be mentally whether it be if you're on the spectrum if you're you know you've got adhd or a mild or autism or anything like that with representation comes relevance and you can see that how is relatable to you and it can also show you the ways in which you can do things to also get yourself in the same level of hey this person's putting themselves out there i really want to do that that's something that i really am proud of and i'm impressed with i too want to be at that stage in my life and i'm not there yet but that's what i want to be and that's brilliant and i think that progressive mindset is beautiful and i think that's something that's really important when it comes to learning to love yourself yeah uh, obviously joseph like you you've you kind of mentioned i'm not gonna lie to you man your questions have been brilliant in today's episode uh, thank you man thank you yeah they actually have and i've really enjoyed them and I, i'm looking at a, a couple of the last two that we obviously come together with but something that i wanted to ask you uh quite personally as well like i said if you don't feel like you can answer this then don't worry about it but um what does um or what did self-love mean to you before a relationship and how has that changed since you've been in one? Um, I think that'd be really cool because I obviously know self is always about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously now when you're in a relationship, it's kind of like a partnership in that sense. So um, yeah. I would really love to hear your take on that, um, just personally as well. I think that that's really that's a really good question because now that I, I of course, live with my girlfriend and we've lived together for a good period of time now, I feel like self-love is taking time to just one thing that was quite funny that we do together if we, is we spend time together separately if you know what I mean like we're in each other's company in the same room but we're doing things that we love to do that the other person doesn't necessarily find interesting but we're still there together doing it like so we're still having enjoyment and spending time together doing the things we like to do just separately you know she will watch a Turkish drama that she loves and do some knitting and she'll have her earphones in. I'll be in the exact same room, maybe even sitting next to her with my headphones on, watching some football or playing Lego Star Wars on my Switch. And we'll be spending time together doing that, but it's still a form of self-love because we're doing the things that we like to do and we're not compromising on that for the benefit of somebody else. We're still doing that. But at the same time, we're making an active decision to be together for it and to still do it. We're not in separate rooms. We're not separated. We're still potentially shoulder to shoulder doing these things that we both enjoy before being in a a relationship I wouldn't place as much 
stock in doing that. I wouldn't place any stock in sitting down and playing video games for four hours. That would just be like a normal day after school for 16-year-old Joseph, you know? But 22-year-old Joseph with a with a full-time job and a committed relationship and a home to live in by, with her, that now is so important to have that time and we both value that and we find that really important. And I think that's that's like a big difference. Before the relationship, self-love potentially it, it still is but it was more seeing friends and spending time with like people outside of school nowadays that is very much similar in terms of I still love doing that but I think the self-love has changed to doing things that I can do on my own because so much of my time is spent with other people nowadays either in an office physically or when I get home I have my girlfriend who I whom I live with who I share my room with and living room and kitchen and everything like that so having the space to do that by myself is really important but I'd also don't want to be disconnected from my girlfriend and be in a different room or be in a different home like a lot of, like I know some people do need a completely different separate space and that's fine that works for them but I don't want that and I'm happy to have the spending time together separately kind of vibe it's a great phrase because it's so oxymoronic but I think it sums up perfectly self-love in a relationship what, what do you think of that that phrase and what do you think of that setup and hypothetically how would you be in this situation do you think at least it's it's quite interesting I feel like me and you share the same ideas where it's like it's, it's self-love in, in the sense that you're able to um, you spend time together but you don't you don't have to actively spend time together which is weird to say um because you are you're you're in the same you're in the presence i feel like you're in the presence of someone and uh perhaps like you guys and this is obviously me talking on behalf of like what you explained you guys know each other so well that you guys understand what what's the best things for yourselves and i think that that under that mutual understanding of what your wants and needs are are super important and it that's kind of how you've made this work where you you understand that your girlfriend has certain needs uh that she she has for herself you have certain needs for yourself and you guys are able to kind of express that freely um in the comfort in in, in the comfort of each other's presence and i feel like that's the amazing thing and uh personally for myself that would, would be what i would want as well in the sense that you're you don't necessarily need to it, it's weird because i feel like when you're in a relationship i feel like a lot of people think you have to be spending time most of the time all together or like together as in, I understand that, but for me, it would also be like, you have your own things or or ideas or stuff that you want to do. And um, perhaps like, it's like for her, it might be doing one thing and for me, something else, but it, it you should be comfortable enough um, that you, you obviously love yourself enough to be like, I, I, I'm willing and freely able to express myself in the presence of my partner. And I think that's super important. And you guys have done that and shown that. And I think that's... um that's really like a brilliant way to put it because if you weren't able to do that not only are you going to struggle to love the other person but you're really going to struggle to love yourself because it's like you're in a relationship or you're in a partnership with someone where like you can't really be who you want to be and I think that that's the most important thing you've got to be able to um truly express who you are as a person because if you can't do that then no one's winning let's be honest so that's what I think of it to be as a hypothetical and just based on what you were saying that's kind of what I gathered from it 
Yeah, I definitely think you picked up on the gist of what I was saying. And this is not to say that I spent we spend the entirety of our time spending time together separately. We do lots of stuff with each other. And we really like love and value each other's company. But it's just the times in which I feel like I need that. And like we just say, oh, like, oh, tonight can we just spend time together separately? She's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds like a great idea because we might have been spending lots of time together and we need that time. And I think that's really important to make that, you know, definition. So, yeah, I, I definitely feel like you picked up on the right thing. And I reckon you would also benefit from making that clear in your future relationships. But um, to, we're coming towards the end of the podcast now. And we do would love and I would love to to just give three things or so, a couple of steps that you could take with you after listening to this episode about ways that you can improve your self-love and your self-care so the main thing that I would say is if you see something that you don't like about yourself and that you prevent you from achieving this level of self-love either change it like Manny was saying that he looked at himself when he was younger and he wasn't happy the way he looked so he changed it and now he's happy and he's got that self-love but if you don't want to change it learn to embrace it maybe it, it might be tough and it might be a bit hard to accept but just accept that that's the reality of the situation i've accepted my wide neck now i tried to fight it i tried to combat it i've accepted it and i don't mind it you know i'm finding ways in which i can live with it you know like i said shaping facial hair in a certain way and just knowing what to do and, and like carry myself and what to wear and stuff like that but i've very much accepted that and i love it now and it's a part of me and it's fine but also looking at other people on an outside influence who act the same way as you who have the same personality traits and the same features as you and stuff like that and relating to them and trying to find ways in which you can say like oh well this person's got the same insecurity they what I feel is an insecurity they are celebrating and I too can do that and I think that's really really important where, where do you stand Manny what would you love, like to give as a, a finalized message to the people out there I think the final message is for those struggling with self-love is that you your idea of self-love is going to change and I think that's perfectly normal your your what what you really believe is self-love is going to uh fluctuate love every day is going to be uh an up and down thing um I think for those I would say you want to find ways of being able to care more about yourself than not caring about yourself which it sounds weird because it's like it's it doesn't sound it sounds unusual to say but this is the truth like I like I Joseph kind of mentioned and it spoke about me a little bit earlier but before you're gonna have ideas and you're gonna have things and you should be able to be receptive and accepting to that that your ideas will change and uh, your ideas of self-love are going to change and self-care techniques and all of these things aren't going to necessarily be like so cut and dry but look for things yourself that you believe in that you feel uh, contributing to you being uh, a happier and healthier person and use that as the metric for self-love rather than following someone else's idea of what self-love is that's what I would say to people hey man I think it's a beautiful way to end things and really happy that we've spoken about this today it's been a great episode just to have a deep dive on something that we covered last week and thought actually this defo deserves its own podcast and I really think we've done it justice and I really think things that you said people will hopefully be able to relate to and can make active changes and look out look out into the world and you know hopefully also deliver that to someone else so really appreciate you coming to me with this idea Manny this is your one today that you 
took up and yeah i really really enjoyed it um hopefully you guys did too uh, we have been the dmc podcast on spotify we are at the official dmc podcast on instagram we upload every sunday at 6 30 or around 6 30 with an instagram post soon to follow so if you don't get updates on spotify make sure you keep your eyes on the instagram and you know you'll get a post as soon as it goes live uh, to, to find the right links so once again thank you all for listening it's a dmc podcast signing off